Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai studio, presented to you by your local Hyundai dealers. This is where Chicago goes to talk Bears. Sports Radio 670 The Score. Chicago's home for Bears fans. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The Score! And now, it's time for the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Recap Special on 670 The Score with your hosts, Josh Liss, Race Director Kerry Pinkowski, and U.S. Marathon Olympian Jenny Spangler. Presented by Bank of America, Nike, Abbott, Tata Consultancy Services, Advocate Healthcare, Gatorade Endurance, BioFreeze, Wanda Sports, NBC5 Chicago, and the Chicago Park District. Here's Josh Liss. The winners are in. The big questions are answered. The dust has settled from the 44th running of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. A smash hit once again. The proud tradition continued here on The Score with our four hours of live coverage on race day. And here we are less than a week later with our review show, the recap show. It's Josh Liss along with race director Kerry Pinkowski and co-host and Olympian and area running coach Jenny Spangler. Welcome to the show. We've also got Chris Weirman, who's on our marathon broadcast for the fourth year in a row covering the lead males and Trenier Moser who covered the lead women for the second time a retired athlete and five-time U.S. champ and I should mention Chris he's an accomplished distance runner and area coach also the genius behind the popular run better app all right guys let's go around the horn we've got a lot to recap all of us and begin rerunning this race starting with Ruth versus the clock Kenyan Ruth Chepengedish defends her title in a dominating 214-18 Carrie Pinkowski that's 14 seconds short of a world record I think that was her plan from from the beginning. Uh, fearless, brave. I think that she has. We'll we'll look at this as as you know how women look at the marathon. I mean, there's been this progression the last few weeks. She was out at uh, an amazing pace. I think she had. I don't think she was looking at the two fourteen uh, uh, Bridget Koskai's record. I think she had much more aggressive goals. Came up a little short. I agree with Carrie. She went out very bold. Uh, she raced similarly to her race last year, uh, where she went out, left all the women in the dust, and just went out to run her race. She knew what she wanted to do. Um, and, yes, I know she fell short of that uh, world record, but I look forward to having her back next year. She's got a really bright future ahead yeah, of her. Yeah, she pulled away for an early jaw-dropping 3-minute, 42-second advantage at the halfway mark. That's a huge, huge advantage. But at the end of the day, as we all know, the weather was great, and you have to take advantage of those circumstances. Clearly, she was fit. Clearly, she was confident. So you put those things together, and that means going out hard, going out fast, and seeing what you can do on that day. And Trinere, you had the best seat in the house. Yeah, I was lucky to be a part of this amazing experience. I mean, Ruth just ran relentlessly mile after mile. I mean, coming through the half at, you know, an hour and five seconds. I mean, she was she went out at two ten pace. That is 
insanely fast. She just kept it going. Um, she had a pacer that was just, he did an amazing job just staying with her and checking on her. Um, she was just super relaxed, honestly, throughout most of it, which was just m- more mind-blowing than anything else. Um, talking to Ruth two days out from the race, I mean, she, she called it. She said, I'm focused and I'm determined, and she ran that way from the gun. And we saw we saw it at the end with the 214. I mean, she came up a little short, but, I mean, that was super close. Only 14 seconds away from Bridget Koskai's course record and Chicago Marathon record and world record set in 2019. American Emily Sisson second in an American Marathon record, 218.29. Kenyan Vivian Kiplagat third, 220.52. We look forward to talking later in our show with Emily Sisson about her race. But let's just go around quickly. She's really the bright new face of American distance running, or at least one of them, Carrie. Emily Sisson? Absolutely, uh, Josh. What what impressed me about Emily is in our conversations in in the late winter, uh, she uh, revealed that she was going to dedicate herself to the marathon. She was going to take a shot at the half marathon Pre- previous record. half marathon, yeah, absolutely, and that she was going to prepare for the Chicago marathon. She stayed with that plan all the way to the final tee. And am. Um- Besides Emily, I'm just really proud of how the American women raced um, on Sunday. You know, Emily was second. We also had Americans placing 6, 7, 8, 10, and 11. That really shows a bright future for uh, women um, in the U.S. for their uh, competing against the world's best. Yeah, and to that point, how U.S. distance running at this level, the marathon level, has reached this point. How impressive was it to see so many uh, strong finishes by Americans? Well, it certainly bodes well for American distance running. Any time elite athletes see the people that they train with and they race against uh, break records or win races or achieve phenomenal goals, it gives them the confidence to do the same. And so as we see with with both American uh, champions this weekend, it really raises the bar for everybody and gives the belief to the athletes that we're cheering for that they can do it too. It's going to be great for American distance running as we go into the future. And you, Trenere? Honestly, going back to Emily, she just ran the perfect race. Um, she was 69 at the half, and her second half was 69 as well. Um, she just re- it sounds like she just really stuck to her race plan. Um, talking to her, she, she wanted to go after that American record. The beautiful thing about Emily, she's a bit um, timid um, and very humble um, and kind of going after it, but she, we got her to say that she was going after it, and we saw it. It was a beautiful race. Benson Kipruto of Kenya wins his first Chicago Marathon, 204-24, joining a large lead pack from the start, grabbing the outright lead with a late surge with only a few miles left, defeating defending champ Seifu Tura by 25 seconds. Kenyan John Career third. Kipruto wins Chicago seven years after his older brother Dixon Chumba won Chicago. He says he's so happy. I'm here to take up where his older brother left off, Kerry. Uh, and, and and Chris could Chris will hear from Chris in a second, but I, I think the men were a little more cautious. It was more of a tactical event. Um, you know, the pace was modest, two oh four, just a little over two oh four at the half. But I think we had a we had a group of athletes that were looking for the win. Uh fast performances, but a little cautious. Yeah, absolutely. There was a good pack, what, ten, twelve, even at the halfway point, maybe Chris can talk about it, 18 mile mark. It led, you know, made for a very exciting race. We had no idea we were flipping a coin, you know, toward the end on who was going to pull away and win this thing. So unlike with Ruth, who pulled away at the beginning, the pack made for a very exciting finish. Yeah, Chris Wehrman, you saw now two years in a row, about a dozen guys for the first half or more of this race. And this is what makes racing racing. It was very exciting. Even with the pacers in, which helped control the pace, it didn't 
diminish the race itself. Uh, as Jenny said, there were a dozen athletes at the halfway point. We still had seven or eight at 18 miles. Uh, and then a couple of strategic moves were made. Um, first, the first move made at, at 18, but the mistake that Seifu made was, I think, relying on last year's experience, making that turn onto Indiana from 30, uh, 35th Street. Last year, he made a move, and that broke the field wide open. This year, he took the lead but didn't make a move. Kiprotu did make the move, and that's what broke the field open and got him to the victory. And Trenier, from what shook out on the men's side, are you surprised at all? I know it was tricky to pick a winner in the men's race this year. No, it was so tight. I mean, even going in and predicting it, it was we knew it was going to be tight, but that's the beauty of racing. Um, the athletes, I mean, as an athlete, you just have to prepare for anything, and that's what we saw with Benson. It was just a game of patience, and he was truly a master um, to pull off the victory. Connor Mance of the U.S., seventh in the men race, uh, first among Americans, 208-16. Mance comes within 20 seconds of an American debut record. He says the goal was trying to break the American debut record, and I didn't quite get it. It was a great experience nonetheless. You know, I'm having lunch with Galen Rupp, and I, we're talking about the field. I said, you know, Connor Mance, they're saying he's the next Galen Rupp. Galen Rupp said, oh, really? And I, I kind of lost my place there. I was sitting with Galen Rupp and talking about the next Galen Rupp. I thought he did what he needed to do. Uh, he, there, he's he's got his eyes and his I think his his future set on the marathon. Uh, great performance, uh, controlled performance. Didn't get ahead of himself. Didn't get caught up in a lot of things. I think he, it's a stepping stone in the right direction. I think he'll go much much faster. And then you have Zach Panning who ran. Uh, we had four Americans under two ten, which is amazing. Zach Panning, Matt McDonald, and uh, Nick Montanez. Uh, I think the future is bright. The American men came through and performed well. And um, Connor is the heir apparent, I think. I agree. And I definitely agree that the American you know, future is very, very bright. Uh, what I liked about Connor is he did, he went out a little quick, but he still was within within himself, didn't quite hit the mark that he was hoping to. But, you know, it's your first marathon. You learn a lot about yourself during the first marathon and, you know, the different phases of the race. So um, I'm looking forward to what he does next. Yeah, Mance says, I could tell I went out a little too quick. I hit a big wall with one mile to go. The longest I'd run is 25.2 on the dot. <laughs> so I was kind of surprised that I hit a wall. Mance is getting married today he's getting married today what a great way to cap off a, a wonderful week you know what i think was impressive about him is he ran out at 103 so he wasn't that far behind the leaders and so it does show uh, a level of experience even though he hadn't run the marathon it does and understanding what he should or should not do because that minute gap isn't that significant overall and he didn't force it he he stayed calm and it allowed him to finish strong even if he hit the wall i mean everybody hits the wall so to be able to hit the wall not until 25 really bodes well for him and his training and trainer from your perspective connor mance so one of the faces of the future or is he here now has he broken down the door as far as men's marathon running definitely he's definitely one of the faces of the future um had the beauty of um speaking with galen as well i mean the hardest part is Coming into your debut, that's the first time you've ever run 26 miles. Um, and Mance, um, like we said, that he's only run 25. So it's a different beast when you're actually um, out there race day in your kit with competitors. But, I mean, he's young, but he showed so much maturity that I'm sure there's going to be more great races from him in the yeah, future. For American Connor Mance, seventh in the men's race. Paralympic champ Marcel Hoog of Switzerland wins in a course record. We'll talk to Marcel later in the show. And American Susanna Scaroni stuns the defending champ, nine-time winner Tatiana McFadden, for the women's chair title.
Um, you know, we had that great uh, match between uh, Daniel Romachek and uh, Marcel Hoog last year. It was the Marcel Hoog show. I, I think, you know, great champions realize opportunity and take advantage of it. Great weather. He was in great form. He wanted the course record held by his countryman 12 years ago, Heinz Fry. I think those all factored in, plus uh, he left with a $50,000 bonus for a course record. Absolutely. And Susanna Scaroni, she said in the press conference on Friday that she was ready to go and she wanted to go out fast and break that course record. She didn't hit the course record, but she beat the great Tatiana McFadden. Glad to have you all on the show and uh, hope to do it again next year. In particular, Chris Weirman and Trenere Moser. Thanks again. Great job this year, guys. We appreciate it. We've got a lot more to come on today's show, so stick with us along with race director Carrie Pinkowski and Olympian Jenny Spangler. I'm Josh Liss. It's the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Review Special on Sports Radio 670 The Score. People come from all over for the marathon, but it seems like everyone's on their phones because they're banking with Bank of America. Take this runner over here. He's using Zelle to pay back a friend for going halvesies on a hotel room. Woo! He's going to sleep well tonight. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, you just can't stop banking. What would you like the power to do? Proud sponsor of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Runners, keep an eye out for the BioFreeze Pain Relief Zone at the Bank of America Chicago Marathon around mile 21, where the cooling crew will be armed with BioFreeze spray to help cool the pain to get you across the finish line. BioFreeze applies easily and cools the pain to get you back to your best. Pick up BioFreeze at a store near you today so you can experience powerful pain relief for yourself and train with what's on course. BioFreeze, cool the pain. Use as directed. 26.2 miles that push you to the limit of what's possible to prove that at our healthiest, there's no telling how far we can go. Join Abbott as we celebrate the runners of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, one of the premier races of the Abbott World Marathon Majors. Because wherever we're on life's journey with good health, we are unstoppable. Meet us at the Abbott Health and Fitness Expo, October 6th through 8th at McCormick Place. Let's get back to more of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Recap Special, presented by Bank of America, Nike, Abbott, Tata Consultancy Services, Advocate Healthcare, Gatorade Endurance, BioFreeze, Wanda Sports, NBC5 Chicago, and the Chicago Park District. Here's Josh Liss, Kerry Pankowski, and Jenny Spangler on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Blue Trunks, arms swinging. Stepan Gedich is the champion of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon's 44th running. And we're waiting on time and if she could break what could be an all-time mark. Only one woman's ever run a faster marathon than our next guest, two-time reigning Bank of America Chicago Marathon winner Ruth Chepin Gedich, along with Carrie Pinkowski and Jenny Spangler. It's Josh Liss on the review show. Ruth buzzed away from the field for a blazing fast two hours, 14 minutes, 18 seconds, 14 seconds short of a world record set by Bridget Koski in the Chicago Marathon in 2019. Welcome to our show, Ruth. Hello. Hello. You've had a few days to think about your victory. How does it feel winning twice in Chicago? Uh, I feel great, and uh, I was happy because I presented my title for the second time. Ruth, you've won twice. You've you've won twice in Chicago. No one's won three times. Is is that what you're thinking about? You're th thinking about coming back to Chicago to win three times in a row for next year. 
For next year, yes. What do you like about Chicago? What What do you like about the the course or the marathon? Uh, the course for Chicago is faster. People are amazing. They feel up and down, and uh, the weather the weather is, is so nice. A lot of people, uh, you become very popular in Chicago. People cheering yeah. f- cheering for you on the course. Did, did, were you aware of the crowd? We had a record number of people, and uh, I was listening to some audio, and they're cheering for you. Does, did you did you hear them? Yes, I hear them uh, while they were cheering. Did you have a chance to wave to anybody? I know you were going very fast. I didn't. I I was passing by far. Did you did you realize how fast you were going? I mean, did you realize you were on world record pace? Yeah, I was seeing in the the projected time that we are so fast. Ruth, after a lightning blazing fast race um, this past Sunday, what is next coming up for you? Are you going to take some time to rest, or do you have another race on your calendar? Maybe until some until next year. How did you celebrate? Did how did you celebrate uh, winning your second Chicago Marathon? I feel so amazing. Okay, sleep, yeah. sleep, sleep. Yeah, <laughs> sleep and eat. Uh, you earned it, Ruth. Uh, thanks for coming here and uh, making a a star turn through Chicago. This city will never forget you and your strong second fast marathon of all time. We hope to see you in Chicago next year, Ruth. Thanks again. Thank you. You're welcome. Ruth Chepengedich. We've got much more ahead on today's show with race director Carrie Pinkowski and Olympian Jenny Spangler. It's the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Review Special on Sports Radio 670, The Score. Tata Consultancy Services believes in the transformative power of technology in business as well as in running. Just like we help many of the world's largest businesses innovate to achieve their goals, TCS strives for new ways to use technology to enhance the marathon experience for athletes and fans alike. Download the official Bank of America Chicago Marathon app powered by TCS for runner tracking, finish line predictions, race results, interactive course maps, alerts, and more. Available now in the Google Play and Apple App Store. Wherever your run takes you, the Live Well app is here, making it easier to live life on the go. With fast access to health info, virtual visits, healthy recipes to refuel after a run, and guided meditation practices to help you find calm, the Live Well app puts your health at your fingertips virtually anywhere. To download the Live Well app, visit your favorite app store today. Advocate Healthcare. Together, let's live well. People come from all over for the marathon, but it seems like everyone's on their phones because they're banking with Bank of America. Take this runner over here. He's using Zelle to pay back a friend for going halvesies on a hotel room. Woo, he's going to sleep well tonight. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, you just can't stop banking. What would you like the power to do? Proud sponsor of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Let's get back to more of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Recap Special, presented by Bank of America, Nike, Abbott, Tata Consultancy Services, Advocate Healthcare, Gatorade Endurance, BioFreeze, Wanda Sports, NBC5 Chicago, and the Chicago Park District. Here's Josh Liss, Kerry Pankowski, and Jenny Spangler on Sports Radio 670 The Score. The 36-year-old from Switzerland in that shiny silver helmet living up to his nickname, the Silver Bullet, Marcel Hoog will cross first 
this year's winner in the men's race, the men's chair race at the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. It was a one-of-a-kind Sunday calling Paralympic champion Marcel Huga Switzerland's win in the men's wheelchair race, a blistering course record, one hour, 25 minutes, 20 seconds. It's race director Kerry Pinkowski, Olympian Jenny Spangler, and myself, Josh Liss, on the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Review Show. And we're privileged enough to welcome into the show Marcel Hoog. Let's give a hearty Chicago welcome to Marcel. How are you today? Hello, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm fine, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, How are you summing up your recent Chicago win, Marcel? And uh, what were the keys to victory and in that course record time Sunday? Yes, I guess it was in uh, good shape on on Sunday. Uh, It was pretty cold um, on the race stop, but I had good preparation. Uh, Felt great. And then, uh, yeah, just went all in. And uh, had a good good race, and it was really fantastic uh, being out there with all these crowds, and uh, yeah, I had a good race. Marcel, this is Kerry Pinkowski. Uh, an amazing performance. You just uh, took charge from the gun, and uh, it was it was the Marcel Hoog day. Uh, <laughs> that event record in Chicago, Heinz Fry, your countryman, iconic uh, chair racer. Twelve years it stood there. How much of a motivation was that? And also the $50,000 bonus for a course record. Did those two factor into your amazing performance this past Sunday? Yes, definitely. It was a big motivation. Uh, it was a goal to break the course record. Um, I mean, the, the conditions, the better conditions were good, and um, my shape is, was, was good. And so, yeah, I was trying and hoping to break the course record and uh, of course it was a great motivation to to break it after a song long time uh, when Heinz made it uh, 12 years ago uh, of course also the bonus was uh, a big uh, motivation for me and uh, yeah I tried everything from the beginning to to keep up to speed and yeah make it happen Marcel, this is Jenny. You were eight minutes ahead of second place finisher Daniel Romanchuk. When you were out there, were you aware that you were that far ahead? Was that even on your mind, or were you just solely focused on that course record? Uh, in the beginning, um, I was a little bit surprised that I um, broke away that early, and then after a couple of minutes, I, I haven't seen Daniel anymore. In the back, and then from this moment on, I was just uh, fully focused on on my performance. Uh, never looked back again, and yeah, just went all in, uh, went on my limit, and uh, yeah. But in the end, I was really surprised about uh, the big gap I had in the end. Yeah. You won the race by a massive margin. Marcel Huga, Switzerland, the men's wheelchair winner. Another quick moment with us on the review show. Are you building on a stellar 2022, Marcel? It's brought you wins in Tokyo, Berlin, London, and now Chicago. Are you off to New York City? What's next for you? Yeah, now I'm, I'm glad to have uh, some, some rest here in Switzerland for a few weeks before we go to New York in uh, in about three weeks. Um, so, yeah, there are two more marathons now coming, New York and one in Japan, in Oita. So, yeah, but uh, now I have some good training sessions here in Switzerland 
preparing for for New York for for the bridges, the uphills, and uh, but I'm really looking forward to the last two marathons. Well, good luck the rest of your racing season. We hope to see you again in Chicago next year. It's never too soon to to commit to Chicago next year, Marcel. Are you prepared to do that at this juncture? Yeah, I will definitely be back in uh, Chicago next year. Well, maybe another course record, but uh, uh, Daniel Romanchuk, we look forward to that rematch. He's he's a, he's a local guy here down the road, so I, I know you guys are friends and great competitors. So you've done so much for uh, the sport, especially here in Chicago, so many great records. Congratulations. Amazing, amazing performance, course record. Um, that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah thanks, thank Marcel. God. We appreciate it. Chicago thank Marathon you. champ and the $50,000 richer for breaking that course record. So thanks again for your time. Thank you. You got it. We've got much more ahead on today's show. You've been listening to Marcel Hoog, the men's chair winner. A great personality. Enjoy talking with him. We'll stick around. We've got Carrie Pinkowski and Jenny Spangler here. It's Josh Liss. Be here for our next segment of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Review Show on Sports Radio 670, The Score. 26.2 miles that push you to the limit of what's possible to prove that at our healthiest, there's no telling how far we can go. Join Abbott as we celebrate the runners of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. Marathon, one of the premier races of the Abbott World Marathon Majors. Because wherever we're on life's journey, with good health, we are unstoppable. Meet us at the Abbott Health and Fitness Expo, October 6th through 8th at McCormick Place. For runners at the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, the real race begins when everything tells you to stop. That's why Gatorade Endurance Formula will be waiting for you along the course on race day. Scientifically formulated for the hydration and energy needs of endurance athletes, Gatorade Endurance Formula packs nearly two times the sodium and three times the potassium of traditional Gatorade with no artificial flavors and a light taste to help you go farther. Available at Dick's Sporting Goods or go to GatoradeEndurance.com for more locations. Let's get back to more of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Recap Special. Presented by Bank of America, Nike, Abbott, Tata Consultancy Services, Advocate Healthcare, Gatorade Endurance, BioFreeze, Wanda Sports, NBC5 Chicago, and the Chicago Park District. Here's Josh Liss, Kerry Pankowski, and Jenny Spangler on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Welcome back. Our next guest is in the middle of it all, a divisional VP with Abbott and responsible for marketing and sponsorships like the Abbott World Marathon Majors Series of Races. That includes, of course, the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. Chris Miller joins us on the show. Greetings, Chris. Hey, hello, Josh. Great to hear from you. Yeah, likewise. Jenny Spangler, Carrie Pinkowski, alongside of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Review Special here on The Score. It was fun to hang out with you for a few minutes on our race day broadcast, watching part of the race from near the finish line. Folks who come up love that point of view. It's a very enthusiastic spot to watch the race. I know that wasn't your favorite spot, but what were some other highlights for your race day experience, Chris? And how did you like, uh, from Abbott's perspective, the way the day unfolded overall? Uh, well, first, uh, Carrie did something right because the weather was beautiful for all the runners and spectators today. You, could, you couldn't ask for a better day to show off Chicago. And, and for us, it's our hometown as well. So it's a, it's, a, we're, it's a big part for us, not just the day of the race, but the weekend. So we started on Thursday with the Abbott Health and Fitness Expo, where the, the first year we had a three-day expo with over 100 uh, vendors who were there. And so it was great to see the 40,000-plus runners coming in to pick up their packets, along with um, friends and families who are interested in health. On Saturday, we had the Abbott Chicago 5K, 
which was great because we had over 8,000 finishers. Um, and we donate over $2 to the American Diabetes Association. So that plus some other donations when people registered will take us a little over $20,000 to the ADA, which will go a long way. Um, and then, of course, race day. I think for the runners at mile 25.2, with a mile to go, we had our Abbott cheer zone with over 350 Abbott employees and family members cheering on the runners, from the first runner to the back of the pack. And they really enjoy being out there to cheer and support the runners on. Chris, as the owner of the World Marathon Majors, I've had a lot of people ask me how many six-star finishers we had at Chicago this weekend. Well, it's it's a what, Chicago was a was a big day for us. So as a as a partner and sponsor with the Abbott World Marathon Majors, we had 96 six star finishers in Chicago. Now Chicago is usually an earlier race people do in their six star journey, but that took us over 8,000 uh, total Abbott World Marathon Majors six star medal uh, holders. And what was great to see is that when I was out there um, giving out some medals and chatting with people. You would have people come by, like, saying, like, this is my first star, or I've got three more to go, or two more to go. So it's just wonderful for us to be a part of their journey and celebrating health and everything that health allows them to achieve. And we also know, as, as you, you know, Jenny, as a, as a runner, and Carrie and Josh, that the outsized effect that uh, training for an event like this really has, not just on you, but your friends, your families, the spectators who are out there. I think a lot of spectators that day, maybe they weren't going to run a marathon, but maybe they decided to sign up for a 5K or change their, their nutrition or think about their sleep or recovery. So all of it leading to, uh, to better health. Chris, this is Kerry Pinkowski. The, the, um, obviously, Abbott, as, as a company, as a, as a company based here in Chicago, has embraced running. Um, do you see that uh, across as a cultural a kind of a, a, a line that runs through your employees and the way that you that you guys have supported running. I mean, we saw a ton of people that were wearing the Abbott vest that were Abbott employees. We, I was able to stop by and see you guys at your, your get-together afterwards. I mean, Abbott is about running and fitness and a healthy healthy lifestyle. Does that, does that permeate through the, the culture at Abbott? It, it really does. I mean, in, in Chicago, we had uh, 94 um, Team Abbott runners that were participating in, in the race. So in addition to those people who are cheering with that number um, who are out participating, we do bib lotteries internally for our employees because much like your race, we have so many people who want to run one of the six Abbott Marathon Majors races that we, we do a lottery, um, whether it's for our 5Ks that we have in Chicago or upcoming in New York. But we have an internal Yammer group with uh, um, a few thousand people who are, have active discussions about the races they're participating in and training. So it really becomes not just an external marketing piece, but really also about internal health and wellness as well. How great was it to to just see us back full speed with ev- all the things that you're talking about? Yeah, it got the, crowded again, yeah, didn't it? Yeah, it got crowded <laughs> again, <laughs> which, was, which was great. But just to have everybody back together again, we talked about the your, your post-race function, of see everybody Friday night at the 5K the day before uh, the expo. Uh, how 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 rewarding is that? And I, and and as a race director, um, and partners with the, the New York Marathon, Tokyo, London, uh, Boston, and Berlin, we you know we had to pause everything. And I, and I have to commend Abbott and Chris; they stayed with us Stuck through with through, yeah. through that window, which was uh, a, a pretty challenging time. And 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 we never lost our focus or looking looking to the future. But how rewarding was that for you and and your team and and the employees that part, participated? Yeah, you know, in, in, in my role and with our team, you know, we're lucky to really be able to be very close to the race. And I'll say that standing at the start line 
it, it is always emotional, but especially this year to be able to look down and see those, you know, 40,000, 41,000 plus runners all lined up in their corrals, ready to go, the energy and the excitement, um, you know, not just the, the expo and those, the health and fitness expo for those couple of days, but that start line at the Bank of America Chicago Marathon that you see all those people together ready to go, it, it, it brings a tear to your eye because it really shows how we're back, how as humans we want to be together, and uh, events like, like yours really provide that. Chris Miller with Abbott is with us. It's Josh, it's Carrie, it's Jenny. On the score on the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Review Show, I'd like to share a story with you of a runner from Nashua, New Hampshire, who set a marathon world record in Chicago by a special Olympian. He actually finished in 261st place on the men's side. His name is Thomas Cantera, and Thomas shattered his personal best by six minutes in his 20th career marathon. I mean, here you are working for a company like Abbott that gets to grow the marathon to the point where you've got a runner coming from New Hampshire setting a world record by a special Olympian. That must be pretty uh, pretty rewarding, Chris. Absolutely, and I think that's the great thing about races like this. They're really the only sport that um, everyone competes at the same time, the same place, and the same playing field. So while the elites may go through a lot faster, there's all ages, shapes, sizes, ethnicities who take part in this. And that's, you, you can't do that with any other sport. So that's what makes it really rewarding to be able to do that and celebrate health and what people can achieve. Yeah, world record by a special Olympian. Two hours, 36 minutes, 28 seconds, about six minutes a mile. He says he plans to run Boston next April. Says, if someone told me years ago I'd be running these times, I would have thought they were crazy. The fact that I came further than I thought I could do is just so much, and the marathon's given me a new look on life in a way. And I want others that think they want to try marathon to see it from my point of view and accomplish more than they think they can imagine. Thomas Cantero set a marathon world record by a special Olympian. Pretty special words, aren't they? They absolutely are. It's great to hear that. And I think that also shows there's really everyone has a story that day, you know, whether it's Thomas setting that new new record, you know, Emily Sisson setting the new American women's record to back of the pack runners who might be one and done, but that'll be something that that's a story that they'll tell forever and a memory that they'll always have. And for us, it is that, that it's, it's the center of it is, is health. And that's what having good health not only allows them to achieve that, but also becomes that role model for all the other people, those million-plus spectators who are out watching them. Chris Miller with Abbott, we appreciate your time on the Review Show, this great race, and all the world marathon majors don't happen without yours and Abbott's strong support. Great. Thank you very much. It's great to be a part of the discussion. And I'm going to jump in here real quick because Jenny Spangler here, our U.S. Olympian, ran the 5K the day before. Josh, I'm going to call you out right now. Oh, boy. I almost had us to break now. He's got my feet to the fire. I don't think get off the hook in, in front of Chris Miller here from Abbott. Uh, we'll but, decide uh, during the commercial break. All right, Chris, maybe you'll be the tiebreaker on that one in the future. Good luck with uh, New York next month in the future of the Abbott World Marathon Majors. We've got a lot more ahead on today's show with race director Carrie Pinkowski. Smart Alec. Olympia <laughs> Jenny Spangler is the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Review Special on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Runners, keep an eye out for the BioFreeze Pain Relief Zone at the Bank of America Chicago Marathon around mile 21, where the cooling crew will be armed with BioFreeze spray to help cool the pain to get you across the finish line. BioFreeze applies easily and cools the pain to get you back to your best. Pick up BioFreeze at a store near you today so you can experience powerful pain relief for yourself and train with what's on course. BioFreeze, cool the pain. Use as directed. People come from all over for the marathon, but it seems like everyone's on their phones because they're banking with Bank of America. Take this runner over here. 
He's using Zell to pay back a friend for going halfsies on a hotel room. Woo! He's going to sleep well tonight. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, you just can't stop banking. What would you like the power to do? Proud sponsor of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. For runners at the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, the real race begins when everything tells you to stop. That's why Gatorade Endurance Formula will be waiting for you along the course on race day. Scientifically formulated for the hydration and energy needs of endurance athletes, Gatorade Endurance Formula packs nearly two times the sodium and three times the potassium of traditional Gatorade with no artificial flavors and a light taste to help you go farther. Available at Dick's Sporting Goods or go to GatoradeEndurance.com for more locations. Let's get back to more of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Recap Special, presented by Bank of America, Nike, Abbott, Tata Consultancy Services, Advocate Healthcare, Gatorade Endurance, BioFreeze, Wanda Sports, NBC5 Chicago, and the Chicago Park District. Here's Josh Liss, Kerry Pankowski, and Jenny Spangler on Sports Radio 670 The Score. You need every bit of both hands to count the number of marathons our next guest has completed. A Chicagoan and founder of Men Run These Streets, a successful club that helps black Chicagoans get into running and fitness. Terrence Lyles joins us. How are you, Terrence? How'd Chicago Marathon number 10 go for you? Uh, I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Uh, you know, this is one of my... Uh greatest experience that marathon was a lot of fun for me and congratulations your organization men run these streets was inducted not that long ago into the national black marathoners association national black distance running hall of fame so congrats on that honor before you went to run this past week well thank you sir i appreciate that uh i want to make a correction i'm not sure if we were honored but we were mentioned in my dad inauguration into that um uh, black marathoners association that's fantastic Uh, honor yeah your dad, Bernard yeah. Lyles. That is correct. Yeah, dad. Yep. Bernard Lyles is my dad. Yeah, and without him, you're not running uh, 10 Chicago marathons or even one probably, right? <laughs> that is true. I mean, he had us in, uh, just involved in the sport when we were kids, just volunteering a lot. Now, little did I know I'll be actually running the uh, marathon. So, Terrence, this year, your 10th marathon, Last year was a transition year and, and a pause in 2020. How, how did it feel for you, your perspective, seeing everybody back out, the activation, uh, the crowds, the finish line, all the things that, uh, that are so, so much a part of this great tradition? Totally elated about it because, you know, you miss the spirit of the marathon. I always equate the spirit of the marathon kind of like a Christmas holiday, if you will, because it's so loving. Everyone comes together. It's so much positive energy. There are a lot of things, gifts being given. So I, I really missed it when we were uh, shut down for that period of time. But I am glad, I'm so glad that he reemerged and we had a great year this year. I'm just grateful to see it. See it come back. Terrence, this is Jenny, and you're talking about, you know, what a great experience you had, how much fun you had, but I also have been told that you said you're done running marathons. I'm hoping that isn't true, but tell me about that decision. You know, that is is funny you should bring that up, because after this last run, I kind of had a uh, euphoric kind of feeling that, hey, am I really serious about this being my last one? Only reason I quoted it as being my last one, because this is my 32nd overall 10th in Chicago, and I'm just having some issues from back pain that I had a very bad car accident in 2018 and some things are visiting my body and my back and things of that nature. So training is a little bit more grueling to me. 
But I have to say, after this marathon, I mean, I just took a couple pain pills, and then I got, I'm actually reconsidering it. But for right now, if I, in case I don't run next year, I don't want people to feel like, hey, you know, hey, why you aren't running? So I just kind of did that as a safety net to say, if I don't run again, this will be my last one. But to your point, I think I might have to reconsider. All right. Yeah, well, the adrenaline's still flowing. All bets are still I, on, Jen. That's right. right. I, and I think the, you know, application process, registration opens next week. So you better hop Over. on to that bandwagon. you got to make a decision, yeah, for sure. So what are you doing for your post-race recovery? Uh, as I mentioned earlier, before we started the interview, I do a lot of swimming. I get into the so the day of the marathon, once I left the site, I went right to L.A. Fitness, got in the pool, I swam on maybe about 500 yards, uh, set in a, a whirlpool. Then the following, uh, up uh, till yesterday, the following two days, Monday and Tuesday, I did the same thing. I, I swam about 1,000 yards each, and, and it, swimming really does help in uh, icing down and things of that nature and getting some rest. So uh, now I'm walking back to normal. At first I was kind of, you know, at the marathon, you kind of lifting around a little bit, but now I'm back to normal. I just feel a slight soreness, but the swimming really did help a lot. Terrence, you've been a mentor and a coach and uh, a leader of a movement of getting people, especially on the west side, the south side, to get active, whether it's starting to run, um, walk, swim. And, you know, the result is healthier, fitter, uh, whether it's mentally, uh, you know, obviously there's obesity challenges in the community. Um, how rewarding is it for you to see some of your team members? I know we had a lot of your group that was out volunteering. How many of them are, are, have approached you and said, hey, maybe I think, I'll think i think about this next year? A lot of them. And, and it's, uh, it's real fun to talk about because it, it shows me the power of influence. When I started the, uh, the group, you know, we had members that had never run a marathon. We, you know, and some people that hadn't run at all. All of them have either at least uh, at least completed one full marathon uh, in, in my immediate group that, that that shows up every Saturday. It's just so delightful to see the influence, and I always preach the power of like-mindedness. When you get around like-minded people, it is so powerful, it's so motivating, and it gets people to actually see the importance of it. And then when you start building those relationships, you know, with people, they start to trust you. They trust me as the coach. They trust what I say. They uh, they are respect. Uh, they have a lot of respect for my accomplishments in the uh, the long distance sports. So they they tend to just lean on and come on the board, and it and it does wonderful things from people losing weight to completing feats that they never thought they were ever complete. Yeah, healthier lifestyles are something that you know even big corporations are getting interested in. Let alone you know groups like yours. Uh, tell us more about Men Run These Streets and uh, how influential it's been in the city, Terrence. Yeah, I started Men Running Streets in 2013, and, it, and and with the name, it's a little bit of an urban edge to, because it's supposed to roll down your tongue, Men Running These Streets, you know, with, with, with enthusiasm. So uh, when I started the group, and the reason I started the group is because I had so many health benefits. I had lost weight. Uh, most don't know that I was on blood pressure medi- medication, and my doctor was amazed when he didn't have to prescribe any medication to me anymore. So I was so uh, elated and delighted about those results. I wanted to share with other men because I know we have a lot of health problems and, and, uh, with, among African-American men, uh, high blood pressure, stroke, diabetes, and things of that nature. So I got uh, motivated to start uh, influencing people to come do what I do because I, so, uh, I got so many benefits from it. I put out a Facebook post. Men responded. Years later, we've developed over three to 400 Facebook members and maybe about 30 on any given Saturday that appear. And I'm so happy about that. And, and, and some of those men 
have uh, test have testimonies of similar results of losing weight and just becoming healthier. So I'm so happy about what we're doing at this point in time, and and so blessed. How can folks get in touch with your organization, Terrence? Uh, they can call me directly at seven seven three five eight seven one nine one one, or email us at men run these streets. That's men run d e e z streets at gmail dot com and. and they can also look us up on social media. We have uh, Facebook and Instagram with the same name, Men Run These Streets. Terrence Lyle, you got you say you got fit on running, and you just completed your 10th Chicago Marathon. Good luck with your group. It sounds like an amazing organization. Thanks for the time today, Terrence Lyle. We appreciate it. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Have a great one. You got it. Men Run These Streets, big part of the fabric of this great race. More on today's show ahead. Stick with us along with race director Carrie Pinkowski and Olympian Jenny Spangler. I'm Josh Liss. It's the Bank of America Chicago Marathon review special on Sports Radio 670 The Score. 26.2 miles that push you to the limit of what's possible to prove that at our healthiest, there's no telling how far we can go. Join Abbott as we celebrate the runners of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, one of the premier races of the Abbott World Marathon Majors, because wherever we're on life's journey with good health, we are unstoppable. Meet us at the Abbott Health and Fitness Expo, October 6th through 8th at McCormick Place. Wherever your run takes you, the Live Well app is here, making it easier to live life on the go. With fast access to health info, virtual visits, healthy recipes to refuel after a run, and guided meditation practices to help you find calm, the Live Well app puts your health at your fingertips virtually anywhere. To download the Live Well app, visit your favorite app store today. Advocate Healthcare. Together, let's live well. Tata Consultancy Services believes in the transformative power of technology in business as well as in running. Just like we help many of the world's largest businesses innovate to achieve their goals, TCS strives for new ways to use technology to enhance the marathon experience for athletes and fans alike. Download the official Bank of America Chicago Marathon app powered by TCS for runner tracking, finish line predictions, race results, interactive course maps, alerts, and more. Available now in the Google Play and Apple App Store. Let's get back to more of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Recap Special, presented by Bank of America, Nike, Abbott, Tata Consultancy Services, Advocate Healthcare, Gatorade Endurance, BioFreeze, Wanda Sports, NBC5 Chicago, and the Chicago Park District. Here's Josh Liss, Carrie Pankowski, and Jenny Spangler on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Ponytail back and forth, elbows sweeping the road. The knees are up. The pitter-patter is quickening up. Emily Sisson is going to cross that finish line. Second, the highest American finisher in the women's field in the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. And only three days before her 31st birthday, Emily shattered the American Marathon record by 43 seconds in that second-place finish. I was privileged enough to call it on Marathon Sunday, second place in 218.29. It's the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Review Show. We're breaking it all down on Sports Radio 670 The Score with race director Carrie Pinkowski and Olympian Jenny Spangler. It's myself, Josh Liss. Emily broke Cara D'Amato's mark set just last January in Houston, a record previously held by Dina Castor 16 years ago. Emily kind enough to share some time with us here on the review show greetings emily 
Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a joy. You got to celebrate that U.S. record with former record holders Dina Castor, Kira D'Amato, and Joan Benoit Samuelson. Uh, how was that experience? Has it sunk in yet? It's sinking in like slowly every day. It's just kind of like I wake up and I'm like, wow, yeah, that actually happened. But um, but no, that was such a special moment having all of them there at the finish line. I, uh, I've met them all before and they're all just amazing, uh, wonderful human beings. But just to have them all there and kind of like um, understand the significance of that, that was really cool. Emily, this is Jenny. First of all, huge, huge congratulations on that American record. You ran a flawless race. You know, both of your splits halves were like even, dead even on, perfect. Um, I had a chance to listen to you on Friday at the press conference, and you were fairly modest uh, going into race weekend about tackling the American record. Uh, when did you know it was when within reach for you? Or just kind of describe the mental process of the morning of and the race. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I think I was a little more hesitant to boldly declare it was a record attempt because I just lack experience in the marathon still. This is only my third one. And uh, for me, I've become more confident at what I'm doing and have a better gauge at my fitness the more I do something. So, um, so yeah, I, we thought I was in sub-220 shape, which only two other American women have run for the marathon. Uh, and my coach did think the record was a possibility. We just don't have a ton of feedback from doing um, lots and lots of marathons. So we figured let's go out at 220 pace. And if if I'm feeling good or a little under 220 pace, um, then I can take a stab at the record. And I actually didn't know what pace I was on. So I didn't know I had gotten it until I crossed the finish line. Um, sometimes that's a, a blessing. But Emily, J- Jenny and I were talking uh, before the show in an athlete's career where fitness and perfect conditions intersect, I mean, I, I don't think we could have had better weather. Was that part of your of your thought process when uh, when you were warming up and getting ready to go to the starting line? How perfect the weather was and the conditions. And to take advantage of that. Yeah, definitely. It is it is very rare for all the stars to align on marathon day. Good weather, having had a good buildup with, um, with no illnesses or setbacks or injuries of any kind and uh, yeah, just like having everything line up. It's rare that happens and you can still have all of that happen for you on race day and you wake up and you're just not feeling great that day or you're a little flat. Um, but when you have perfect conditions, like we had you, I don't know, you, I just feel like you, you kind of have to take that risk because, um, you don't get that that often. So I, yeah, I was excited looking at the weather forecast. I'm like, you know, this is the best just setting up for the best chance at running a fast time. And you sure did, shattering that American marathon record by 43 seconds. But at the start of the race, Emily Sisson, you saw the eventual winner and defending champ, and now two-time champ, Ruth Chepengedich, take off. Uh, how would you describe Ruth at the start of the race and when you may have lost track of her? And what's it going to be, what's it going to take? What's it going to be like? What's it going to take to close the gap on a runner like Ruth Chepengedich? Ruth is an incredible athlete. She, um, I watched her on Chicago last year, and she went out really fast. Um, she has a very uh, different running style in that she goes out really quickly, and she often will, the last two years anyway, um, her second half isn't quite as fast as her first, but because she's such a good athlete, she can still um, pull off the win. So I can't control what other, like, how fit other people are, but I can control, like, my training and what I do to put myself in the best position to take advantage of um, 
whatever happens on race day. So I don't think I really could have done anything more in my preparation for this race, but uh, I hope to just keep building from here and getting stronger and getting faster and um, maybe in the future, uh, yeah, be competitive uh, for a win at a major. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's anything else I could have done for this buildup. You know, Emily, my conversations with your manager, uh, talking about what your plans were for this year culminating in Chicago, you, you stayed pretty much on course with your preparation, American record, uh, midsummer, low-key races, kind of a, of a shakeout, and then the Chicago Marathon. I guess the question is, what's next? I mean, you take will you take some time to just recover and, and, and uh, celebrate your historic run? What's in the future? Will you go back to the track? Uh, you're our uh, Olympic trials champion in the 10,000, or, or if you become a marathon runner? I think we're just going to enjoy this moment right now. I do have ideas come into my head, but nothing concrete. Uh, I probably will stick to the roads for the most part. I might hop on the track here and there, but I really want to see what I can do. Um, yeah, like what I can do on the roads and half marathons, marathons, um, varying distances. But I will, I'll probably look for a spring marathon uh, potentially and maybe a fast half over the winter but everything's subject to change. So right now I'm just really enjoying this moment. And then I think once my training picks back up, we'll start looking at races and get a better idea. Emily, going back to the race just a little bit, I know you mentioned that you didn't even know you broke the American record until you crossed the finish line. So I'm just curious, you were pretty close to Vivian Kiplagat and a few other women during the race. Were you more focused, do you think, then on the competition itself, like trying to get second, you know, be in the top five? Or were you constantly also looking at your pace? I wasn't looking at my pace, and I actually thought that it was kind of the best of both worlds when I had the other woman around me because I had these two great male pacers that did an incredible job. Um, They were just so spot on. But I also, when you're competing against other women that um, you're competing for spots on the podium against, it does bring out something, um, brings out something else within you. And so I thought I had like, um, it was kind of the best of both worlds. There was a competitive side trying to win the battle I was in, um, or the, not battle, I guess, but the group I was in. And uh, also trying uh, to run a fast time with the help of um, those two men. So so, yeah, I think it actually did help me to uh, run a faster time and also kind of grounded me in the present and distracted me from thinking of splits too much. Emily, with so many blazing fast times among women around the world, not just Americans, and congrats again on your American marathon record set in Chicago on Marathon Sunday, what motivates you more, uh, record times or, or victories? I, I love chasing records. I think victories probably uh, wins and medals motivate me more but records are still really fun to chase and they mean a lot to be a part of history uh, records won't stand forever someday which you want to happen you want the sport to evolve and people to get faster so, uh, someday someone else will break the record it could be in six months from now or six years you don't know but um, to be a part of that uh, that history is really cool so I do I do appreciate both of them um, and I'm motivated by both but the only difference is medals and um, podium finishes those those last forever. Do you picture yourself running in Chicago again next year? I will definitely be running in Chicago again. I don't know if it's next year or the year after or when, but 
uh, I definitely will. All right, we look forward to seeing you in the future uh, just, Josh, for sure. I just right, have Karen? to say our friends to the north, Milwaukee residents and Chippewa Falls are all claiming you. So I saw some news uh, some news clips that we're talking about Milwaukee's uh, American record holders. So you made uh, you made everybody up north there a little bit uh, very proud, uh, Emily. Great That's run. Cool. Um, you know, historic run for us. You're a big part of uh, our event this year and the celebration. So uh, thank you so much. Recover and have thank a, and you. enjoy. Thank you. That's American Marathon record holder and half marathon record holder, Emily Sisson. Thanks again for joining us on the Recap Show. Thanks for having me. Well, we're about to cross the finish line, Jenny. <laughs> and, and Carrie, congratulations to this year's over 40,000 finishers. Your training paid off. Also, thanks to the thousands of volunteers and the more than 1.5 million boisterous supporters along the marathon route. The 45th running of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon is only a year away. Uh, never too early to start planning, but Jenny, folks deserve some time off, right? What's the right way to get back to running after a hard-on-your-body race like the marathon? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, really, you want to ease back into it. I always suggest, you know, the week after to try to get in some activity, whether it's some light running or some cross training, get that lactic acid flushed out of your system, and then put another goal out there. I always like to have goals. That helps to keep me motivated. Good luck to all the average runners, folks setting PRs in Chicago or just running the course. Carrie Pinkowski, why should the city of Chicago be especially proud of how this year's race went down? You know, it was it was an amazing day. Uh, people in the neighborhoods, uh, the celebration that took place. I mean, we had so many people from across the U.S. and across the world that, that discovered this great city and discovered themselves and um, got healthier, fitter. Our charity programs had a record year this year so with participation. So we're back. We're looking forward to 2023. I cannot... Uh, Thank the score enough, AM670, the score, Mitch Rosen, all the guys, uh, uh, Layla Rahim and, and uh, Lawrence Holmes and Dan Bernstein for uh, uh, getting the word. I mean, this partnership has been amazing. Our, our producer, Holly Petrovich, who's booked the guests and wrote wrote everything for us. I think the show took a new dimension. Her idea is Holly's idea to do the uh, recap show. That's so good stuff. I think we this appreciate is all that. stuff. Holly's, Holly was awesome. Uh, just, you know, the, the tradition continues and, and enjoyed working with all of you this year. And until next year, for race director Carrie Pinkowski and Olympian Jenny Spangler, I'm Josh Liss. You've been listening to the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Review Special. Enjoy one last listen back to some highlights from the 44th running of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. You're listening to Sports Radio 670, The Score. The Bank of America Chicago Marathon's wheelchair race in 2022 about to start. There's anticipation, and they're off and rolling. 41,000 runners are estimated to be filling up the starting line right now, and the horn has sounded. We're off and running at the 44th Bank of America Chicago Marathon. Marcel Hoog will cross first. This year's winner in the men's race, the men's chair race, the one and only Susanna Scaroni is first. The women's wheelchair champion, Benson Kipruto, is going to win the Chicago Marathon. Benson Kipruto is the champion here in Chicago. Blue trunks, arm swinging, Chepin Gedich is the champion of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon's 44th running. And we're waiting on time, and if she could break, what could be an all-time mark? 
For runners at the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, the real race begins when everything tells you to stop. That's why Gatorade Endurance Formula will be waiting for you along the course on race day. Scientifically formulated for the hydration and energy needs of endurance athletes, Gatorade Endurance Formula packs nearly two times the sodium and three times the potassium of traditional Gatorade with no artificial flavors and a light taste to help you go farther. Available at Dick's Sporting Goods or go to GatoradeEndurance.com for more locations. People come from all over for the marathon, but it seems like everyone's on their phones because they're banking with Bank of America. Take this runner over here. He's using Zelle to pay back a friend for going halvesies on a hotel room. Woo, he's going to sleep well tonight. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, you just can't stop banking. What would you like the power to do? Proud sponsor of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. 26.2 miles that push you to the limit of what's possible to prove that at our healthiest there's no telling how far we can go join abbott as we celebrate the runners of the bank of america chicago marathon one of the premier races of the abbott world marathon majors because wherever we're on life's journey with good health we are unstoppable meet us at the abbott health and fitness expo october 6th through 8th at mccormick place Runners, keep an eye out for the BioFreeze Pain Relief Zone at the Bank of America Chicago Marathon around mile 21, where the cooling crew will be armed with BioFreeze spray to help cool the pain to get you across the finish line. BioFreeze applies easily and cools the pain to get you back to your best. Pick up BioFreeze at a store near you today so you can experience powerful pain relief for yourself and train with what's on course. BioFreeze, cool the pain. Use as directed. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.